Uh-oh. Here comes trouble. Hey, what's up? This is Tom Segura. You're listening to Izzy Rock on the Tales from the Hard Side podcast. Hey, this is Brendan Walsh, and you're listening to Izzy Rock on Tales from the Hard Side. These are tales from the hard side, painted so vivid, kicking real life stories, not woven or knitted. Izzy Rock brings that rawness to all who listen, dropping heavy knowledge, knowledge, and sharing some wisdom. Going down that rough road only makes you tougher. It's a beautiful struggle. Sometimes we suffer. Let the people know you aren't in this alone. This talk is deep, it cuts down to the bone No fakeness here, this as real as it gets Hazardous on the mic, kick it live and direct Spread that vibe everywhere, all across the globe The idea's real simple, there's no secret code Reach out to the people, spread that positive energy Cause we're all looking for a little bit of serenity Whatever little part of this planet you live in These tales from the hard side are now transmitting Transmitting Tales from the hard side Hello everyone and welcome to episode 289 of the Tales from the Hard Side podcast being released on Thursday, September 21st, 2017. It's a few days late because if you can't tell, I have some sort of allergies or chest cold and I was sniffling a lot the past few days. In fact, if I do it, hopefully I'll edit it out real quick, but what a pain in the ass to get some sort of chest cold, some sort of allergies. It sucks. But anyway, let's get into this podcast. I want to tell you guys about my the past week and then get into this podcast that I did with a band called Subterranean. So this past week, oh my goodness, it started off awesome. Sunday started off awesome. Because the Tampa Bay Buccaneers won. They beat the Chicago Bears handily. They beat, they whipped their ass. And uh, the defense was awesome. Made my day. Made my week. I'm still happy about it. I'm listening to all sorts of Tampa Bay Buccaneers fan podcasts. It's, you know, I've been a fan of this team for 20 years. And... When they won the Super Bowl in 2000, on January 26, 2003, there wasn't a whole lot of outlets for me to geek out in my fandom of this football team. I don't live in Tampa. I live in Ohio, in the Dayton, Ohio area. And so I wasn't getting any radio from that area. Um, the internet wasn't what it is today. Um, and so... I missed out on a lot of things that now, my goodness, if you are a geek about football, I bet there's tons of podcasts out there for your team, and it's pretty cool. There's a whole Facebook group called Stick Carriers that are gathering from around the world to have one common cause to be fans of this team, and they, man, they remind me of the mediocre nation in a way, and they remind me of the whole death squad movement when it started. Um, and th- the death squad movement was Joe Rogan's podcast listeners who were on Twitter. And I was part of that when he first started out. 
And it was a way for me to connect with a bunch of people who enjoyed this podcast and these various other podcasts that came from his podcast, like Your Mom's House podcast, Ari Shafir's Skeptic Tank, things like that. I've been listening to all those podcasts for years. And so now that the Tampa Bay Bucks, I've, I, I saw them win one game a couple years ago. And then they drafted a quarterback from Florida State named Jameis Winston. And so they they looked great this past week. Um, not perfect, but their defense looked awesome. And so I am I have Bucks fever is what it's called. I'm, I'm big time. I have Game Pass, NFL Game Pass. Uh, I subscribe to it, and I get to watch the all 22, which is 22 players on the field, all 22 coaches film. So there's no sound, and they show it from the sidelines, and then they show that same play from the end zone. And it's if you if you geek out about football and if you like to learn how football plays work and things like that, it's a great way to keep up with your team and to really get into um, what's going on. And you can watch all the other games. You can watch like a 30-minute game recap of like the Raiders or the Titans. Anyway, so that same day, on Sunday, we recorded Gym City Podcast recorded. And I know a couple episodes ago, I talked about ending the podcast at episode 300 and wrapping up Gym City Podcast at episode 500. Well, I got, I was excited to go record podcast. And that feeling I had, it, I had to remind myself, this is the feeling that you have. This is what drives you. And so I don't think I'm going to stop. Uh, I, I, I love it. I can, I'm, I'm able to get on here and share my thoughts with people like you. And even if nobody listened, it's still kind of therapy for me. Um, so, so I recorded a podcast with, uh, Zach Sliver. I think that's how you say his name. And, um, whenever I see it, I, I think it's silver but it's spelled S-L-I-V-E-R. And he has a band called Yuppie that has some some of the most talented Dayton artists. And uh, it's, so it's more of a studio band, but um, maybe I'll throw some tracks in at another time. We're going to have some sub-T tracks to play today, subterranean tracks. So I'll hold off on playing some Yuppie until I actually put the that podcast on here and then i also report recorded a podcast with the singer of new old fashioned his name is david Payne, and great dude but where i recorded it at was a place called the american slovak club which is in old north dayton and it's a over a hundred year old building that used to be a boarding house used to be a, a grocery store uh it's a it's a private club slash bar and they allow smoking in there. And smoking is not usually allowed in, you know, bars and things in the area. Uh, in Ohio, you'll get uh, fined. And, but because this is a club, it's, it's different. And I guess this place has been the after party for many Dayton artists. I'm going to pause it and take a sniff. Uh, when I say sniff, I mean, I'm going to, I have sniffles in my nose and I don't want to 
that's annoying on a podcast. I listened to a podcast where a guy had sniffles and he kept doing it over and over. Um, it was, it's besides eating, that's one of my worst pet peeves about podcasts. But anyway, this American Slovak Club, it was a wild, wild place to go record. Not the best place. And so we're looking at options of places that we can go. The owner of Encore Recording Studio um, was there with Zach, and he invited us to record at his space. Um, and so we may take him up. Um, the Dayton Metro Library, they build a multi-million dollar new library in downtown Dayton that they have free rooms, conference rooms. So we may set up something in there, but I got to figure something, something out, but I don't think I'm going to stop. I may, I may cut back. If you hear the water, that's my dog taking drinks of water. Murphy, Murphy, Murphy. All right. He's a black lab. Great dog. But anyway, so yeah, I felt great on Sunday after the game and after we, or after recording with the people and after the game and uh my family was having a get together and but because I had these podcasts scheduled I I couldn't be there and so I got done fairly early and tried to head over but no they didn't remind me where where that they changed spaces and so I went to this one park to look for them but they were in a whole other park um my mom, my brothers, um, my nieces, my nephew, they were all over there. And so I missed out on that, which sucked. But um, anyway, a couple things I want to tell you guys to check out. American Vandal, which is like a mockumentary of the whole making a, making a murder and serial and things like that. It's hilarious. It's hilarious. Um, started watching that. I actually fell asleep. Yeah, I haven't felt good all week. I think it's the allergies, but uh, Rick and Morty. I started season two of that, and I know season three is out, and everybody's loving that, but I'm just now starting season two, and great show. My goodness, such a great show. My son, Zach, his team won 28-7 to last week. They beat Tip City, and uh, that was pretty awesome. And no, they, they, no, they got beat. Did they get beat last week? Yeah, they got beat by Dunbar. Yeah, they got beat by Dunbar, but, and I went to high school at Dunbar. Um, so that sucked. <laughs> uh, but tonight they play Wayne. Northmont plays Wayne, freshman football. And Wayne is one of the best football schools in our area. They have, some players that went to play for Ohio State, and it's just, it's a prestigious public school for football. So that's tonight at 5, or at 6, so I figured I'd record. I'm actually waiting for the washing, I just got off work, it's early in the morning, it's like six ten six nineteen in the morning. Usually I'm laying in bed right now, but because I'm waiting for the uh, washing machine to get done, so I can throw in some clothes to wash. Um, I figured I'd just record this podcast. I wasn't going to release an episode, but 
I listened to this Bucks Uncensored podcast and it got me pumped. I came home, my son Christian, and he said, you have way too much energy for it to be this early in the morning. But I just got to working all night. So, uh, and also, tipping, guys. Tipping. So, you know, Domino's Pizza has upped their game and their pizza has tasted pretty good if you're buying, like, you know, corporate pizza, if you're buying chain pizza. It's actually been pretty good, but every so often, I'll go to a place like that and they on the receipt when you pay, like, let's say pay with a debit card or a credit card, they have a spot where you can add a tip if you're picking it up. And I, it always... I always wonder, should I tip? Because I tip when they deliver, but I'm picking it up. So should I tip then? And a friend of mine named Jay Roman, who's been on the podcast, he has delivered pizzas before. And and I said, should I tip if I go pick up the pizza myself? I see it on my receipt and usually decline. And he said, that's on there because the receipt for credit cards is universal. That isn't required and usually just goes to the manager in charge. So unless you're in a giving mood, don't do it. So don't tip if you're just going to go pick it up, if if that's what you do. Tipping's weird anyway, right? Anyway, let's get to this podcast because I'm about to sniff some more. Um, in fact, I'm going to pause it real quick. All right, so a couple podcasts I want you to check out. That I checked out this week, new podcast. Jay Whitaker of the Geek Show podcast has a new podcast called The Incredibly Vocal Minority. And he is it's it's a solo podcast. So go subscribe to that. He talks about birds and words, Rick and Morty, NFL, and dunks. So I listened to that last night. It's a it's a short podcast, and I enjoyed it. And also, Side Tracks with Rusty Pate. And his last name is spelled P-A-T-E. That is Side Tracks with Rusty Pate. I'm actually going to be on his podcast this upcoming Monday. And he ta- he delves into songs and music and things like that. And he's had uh, eight episodes so far. And so that's a new podcast to go check it out. Um. And I listen to a lot of Tampa Bay Buccaneers podcasts that I'm not sure if my listeners would be into, but there's tons of them out there. And also, Mom and the New Dad, Chris and Chrissy have their new baby. And the new episode that they released yesterday, uh, episode 21, called We Survived the First Week, is probably my favorite episode that they've done so far. They also did one live from the hospital for episode 20. But go check out Mom and the New, Mom and the New Dad. Love that podcast. It is one it is goes right at the top of the list when I start listening to uh when I pull up my podcast playlist. Bad Parenting Podcast. Boy, I've missed that podcast. They haven't released a new episode since June 27th. An actual episode hasn't been released since my birthday, June 22nd. So, Jody, Justin, are you guys done with podcasting? It's been a few months. I've missed you guys. Missed your voice. Missed your your updates. Come on. Bring back Bad Parenting Podcast. 
it's so sad and disappointing that you guys just dropped off the face of the planet with your podcast. Come on. Anyway, no, I understand. Um, I'm trying to guilt you like Frank guilted me, hopefully to get you to podcast. And I, I did get a few comments from people, Dayton musicians, telling me that like how important it was for the pod, the Gym City podcast for the Dayton musicians. Pause. Yep, I'm back. So when I I had a few of them reach reach out to me, a few of these date musicians reach out to me and tell me, you know, how important this was for the area and for the date music scene, and it really meant a lot to me. And so, um, so I'm in the midst of trying to figure out our next step, and we have a brunch this Sunday where we're going to kind of discuss the next step with the various podcast um, people involved with Gym City Podcast, Scott Epic, Libby Ballingy, Mark DeGrosa, and myself. We're going to hash it out and figure out our next step and go on from there. But anyway, enough about that. I'm, I'm going to continue podcasting. I love it too much. I do. Um, I get in my own head too much sometimes about why I'm doing it. And really at times it becomes bigger than you. Just like, um, the mediocre show was created by Eric tomorrow, but it's bigger than Eric tomorrow at this point. It's, it's about a community. It's about, you know, history. So just like I wouldn't want to see the mediocre show go away. I don't want to see bad parenting pod podcast go away. I know that there's some people who enjoy listening to Jim City podcast and enjoy listening to Tales from the Hard Side. And that is one of the reasons why I'm going to keep going. For one, I I still love doing it, but I just I know it's important for for the listeners. So, anyway, let's get to this podcast that I did it's the last podcast from the Troy. Um, um, oh my goodness. How did I blank on that? The Miami Valley Music Fest in Troy with the band Sub T. I love this band. I love this band. And we feature some of their songs. Some of their songs are super long. So, um, you know, hopefully you dig them. If you don't, just fast forward. But give them a chance. All right? Love you guys. Take care of yourselves, have a great week, and uh, see ya. Welcome in to the Gem City Podcast, a podcast about Dayton for Dayton. Check out this and all past episodes online at gemcitypodcast.com. You can also listen to the Gem City Podcast on iTunes and Stitcher. Please rate, review, and subscribe. Follow Gym City Podcast on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Gym City Podcast is brought to you by Folio Design House, Epic Life Fitness, and Venus Child Productions. Now let's get to it with this episode of the Gym City Podcast. All right, what's up, everybody? I'm at Miami Valley Music Fest again for another episode on location. 
Uh, I want to thank Brad Denson once again for having us out and for allowing us to cover the event. It was an amazing event, even though we had a lot of weather that we've already covered in past episodes. But for this last podcast from Miami Valley Music Fest, I want to talk to one of my favorite bands, and it's a band that Libby introduced me to, and I went in and interviewed them, and I was like, oh, that's a cool name. And then I saw them live, and they became one of my all-time favorite bands and released their album Loom this year, and it's on rotation constantly. So go ahead and introduce yourselves. This is the band Subterranean or Sub-T. Go ahead and, on my left, go ahead and introduce yourself. My name's Rob Brockman. I play the drums. This is Chucky Love. Chris Colt, guitar and vocals. Danny Sowers with all around saxness. <laughs> all around saxness. I love it. All right, fellas. So let's let's He's talk. All around it. Because we, we didn't talk. We haven't talked since Loom came out. So let's talk about Loom and what? Do, how do you guys feel about it since it's out? It's been out for a little while. Yeah, it's been out for a little while now. Everything's been, we've heard uh, nothing but good things. Positive feedback. Seems like every show we have, we sell a few copies of it. And then somebody tells us, you know, they've been listening to it and singing along with it. And uh, so far, so good. So yeah. far, so good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, everything's been really great with it. It was well received. I mean, we were always real happy with it, the way it turned out. So, it, yeah, it's just been great. It, yeah, indeed. It really. How long were those songs? How long had you guys had those songs before you put them on album? How long have you been playing them? Well, so they, they they range really. We yeah. we took special care in picking some songs were some of the first songs we wrote together, and then others we had just written like weeks before we went into record. So yeah. anywhere from four years to three weeks, really, yep. depending on which song. Yeah, I think audio and audio illusions and signals fade were two of the first tunes we wrote we first became a band and then tunes like transit and some of the other tunes were written you know pretty recently right before the recording session so mm -hmm. yeah like you said a wide range there yeah is it i you guys have some songs that are pretty long songs that have different parts and segments to it is it is like what's the process of putting together a song like that I, I have no clue since I've never written a song I think it's kind of a situation where we start with the song first the song is written for the most part and then and then we find out where, where the stop, spots to stretch are and uh, the only thing that makes that work it's first knowing a song, and second, when we do stretch it, is listening to each other. Yeah. You know, as players, you know, so that might be a dynamic thing instead of us just uh, going our own way, and, and, and that, that's what I think makes it work. But we, we, get, we begin with the song first, I think, most of the time, most of the time. A lot of parts equals a lot of practice, too. <laughs> yeah, you guys definitely have some, uh, you can tell you practice those songs. Yeah, you're a, a musicianship when you come together. It's so tight live, you know. I've I've put it out there. I think you guys probably are one of the best live bands in Dayton, you know, in music right now. I think when watching you guys play, it's uh it's pretty awesome to watch how you guys interact with one another. Yeah. So, 
what's what's uh what's what's it been like since you guys uh like what's some shows since we did last did the storyteller podcast any interesting shows any tidbits of things going on well it's been summer and festival season so you know we're getting around a bit but we we did have an interesting show we had (laughs) we played a a gig called food for folks it was like a charity event not really sure where it was. A little foggy <laughs> on the details of the location, but it was uh, it is northern Ohio. It was northern somewhere. Ohio in the middle of a field. It was somewhat cut, somewhat not cut. <laughs> Anyways, long story short, Chucky had an epiphany that it would be good to tell the crowd to. There was a lot of glow sticks at the show, a lot yeah. of light. You know those. Go ahead, throw them up here. You know. <laughs> I th- what would you say? I said, uh, if, if anybody hits Danny with a glow stick, uh, you get a free CD. Yeah, you get a free CD. So the ne- the rest of the set, it was on. It was like just <laughs> a barrage of glow sticks flying through the air. That's the only time I've, I played a show with my back to the audience. <laughs> that was fun. Anybody get injured? No eye injuries? No injuries. I think Danny got his feelings hurt Maybe a little just, bit, yeah. but he recovered soon after. Serious situation, you can put somebody's eye out with that thing. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine the headlines. It was a great light show, though. It was but a beautiful it, light show. On a, on a serious yeah. note, though, we got um, yeah. we got the workout coming up. Yeah. That's August. The first weekend of August is the workout. Yeah, yeah that's first weekend of August. Legend, Va- Legend Valley. No. Yeah, I, th- I think all these... These will definitely be out before or after after all those. Okay. Gotcha. Um, yeah. So festivals, like you guys have played some festivals. You guys have probably been in some weather issues. This whole year. Yeah, this bad. whole year, yeah. yeah it's really, been, it's been really wet everywhere you go. So Willie Fest was a torrential downpour at the caverns there, you know, and it was really bad. How do you guys deal with that as musicians? And you got all this equipment. Really good slop, boots. Slop through the mud. <laughs> wash everything off when you get home yeah no no luckily most of the festivals like willie fest miami valley they've been doing it for a little while yeah so they're not they're not rookies to the game they understand as musicians what you want what you need have rugs and towels and have some hands to help you get stuff to the stage get it back but definitely when you get back from the weekend it takes a a wet rag and a vacuum cleaner and and some uh q-tips and stuff to get it all out of there that's definitely not good for the electronics. No. Do, do you guys actually go camp when you guys go uh, to play the festivals? We got the big blue van. Yeah. We pretty much uh, just set up camp around that and uh, sleep in the van. You sleep in the yeah, van. Yeah, we sleep in the van. We party out of the van. We carry the gear out of the van. Everything out of the van. <laughs> it's the green room. <laughs> it's the all-in-one. Our home. <laughs> our van. life source. Our sanctuary. Yeah. <laughs> all-in-one. Ah, oh, nice, nice. The uh, fifth member of Subterranean, Ralphina. Um, I'm not actually sure what songs we played from the Storyteller episode, but maybe we can uh, maybe we can drop a couple on here. And uh, you know, I think one my favorite, one of my favorites, is an instrumental, and it's uh, you know I mentioned it on Facebook, S- Snarling Panda. Yeah. I want to know where the name came from, which by the way would make make a great band name, and what like. When you guys are doing instrumentals like that, like, does that start playing live or practicing? It, that one's a good one. That one actually had a different title at first. Um, music came first. We had the music down, and we were trying to name it. And Some tunes kind of remind you of traveling, you know, being in a car and traveling. 
Um, that kind of had that vibe to it. So I kept, for some reason, Turnpike kept sticking in my head. And we were calling it Turnpike for a while. But then it was like, you know what? It's got that really explosive jam at the end. We're just like, this ain't working. You know, we need something else. And then Chucky, I think you. Was it me? I, I was you. I was thinking it was you. No, it was you. you. Chucky came out of nowhere. I forget what your story. Do you don't remember? I honestly You were don't. watching something or got inspiration from somewhere and was like, it's kind of like a snarling panda. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> huh. Yeah. It was you. That's, a, that's right. Look, he doesn't even remember. That's exactly Actually, right. it was me. Never mind. I came up with that clever shit. That was me. <laughs> yeah, that's a great name, man. Yeah, it's one of those names where you're like, how the hell did they come up with that? Um, all right. Well, I'll, I'll play it now, and then we'll, we'll introduce the next song. So here's Snarling Panda.
All right, so this next track I, th I think we should play because I love the middle part of it, the, the jam, and it has a message to it, sleeping at the wheel. Like, it has a message in there that if for anybody who whose life is maybe a little out of control, maybe they don't have shit together, maybe they're, like, always not coming through for you or, you know, doing shit they're not supposed to do. Like, it really hits to the heart of, uh, of some people with the lyrics. At least... Uh, you know, I, I could think of a few people <laughs> when I heard that. Everybody's heard got a couple in their life, don't they? <laughs> a little bit, yeah. So, yeah, so uh, Sleeping at the Wheel. Was that inspired by a particular person or number of people? <laughs> it, it, it was uh, inspired by a particular person. I probably won't name him. <laughs> but, um, Will Danny name him? But it was a culmination of people, too, though. You know, part of it was sometimes you get on Facebook and... And you see people just putting everything on there like, you know, yeah. hey, I need a ride here, or I need this, or I need that, you know, and it's just like, man, you know, need your butt wiped for you or whatever. I don't know. It's, 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 so it's a little bit of a culmination, but it, it started from a, from a source that will remain nameless. Rest in peace. So that, that middle jam part that gets super psychedelic, it's probably – some of you, you guys' most psychedelic work, I think. Oh, what like a, that, like on that, that album, for sure. Yeah. Man. That one really gets, gets loose. Yeah. Is that, was that inspired playing live, just stretching that out? Yeah, that one, we kind of have the two solo sections. It's kind of got like a sax. Where yeah. The sax kind of takes the lead at first. Yeah. And the guitar kind of does. We try to not make them. Some stuff will work out where it's, you know, 12 bars, 8 bars, you know, and it'll be like that, you know every time yeah and sometimes you try to keep them open to uh when the moment hits you little hairy eyeball cues and little nods yeah. and stuff like that and that one kind of goes that way so you, know, you just try to keep your ears open and listen and the way we set up in the studio we're very interactive you know it wasn't like everybody was like wasn't like rob went and played then chucky then me then you know we all played together so on that initial take with the drums and the the rhythm track, you got a lot of that interaction in there and stuff, which is key for parts like that. So that's definitely one of the ones on the CD though, where you got the big ears on and oh yeah, and dude. the hairy eyeballs going and the. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> and I'm and I'm pretty sure that was that like the first or second take. What I, I know it wasn't a lot. We only did two or three takes on that one, I yeah. think. It was so long. By the time you do that, like, three times, yeah. it's been, like, 40 minutes. <laughs> yeah. uh, do, you, do you guys like playing those long tracks? Oh, yeah. I like playing them all. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. you guys transition from one style of music to another. Like, the genre jumping that you guys do within within the music that you play is all over the place. What's, what's that inspired from? I would say this about that is that we all come from uh, different types of music, and we all listen and inspired by different types of music, and, and we, we all bring whatever we like to the table. And mo most of it is common ground for us. You know, we, we all come from the same the same. You know, probably rock and roll. You know, and then but but anybody brings something. You know, like the, the, the different things that you know, different styles that, that that we all like, and anybody brings it to the table. We really don't worry about the style. We, we, we try something in the basement at Chris's place when we're rehearsing, and we throw it against, against the wall and see if it sticks or not. Nice. And if it sticks, we'll play it again. Nice. All right, well. And if it doesn't, we don't. <laughs> let's, uh, let's, play the, let's play that track. Let's play Sleeping at the Wheel. Sleeping at the Wheel. 
not the wheel Looking for a steal Sleeping at the wheel Sleeping at the wheel
at the wheel. All right. So, that was quick. yeah, that was quick. It wasn't <laughs> quick, but uh, so let's. You guys can pick out the third track. What do you What do you want the people to hear? Have we played Magnetic yet? Ooh, I don't I think, think so. Let's do that one. Magnetic. All right. Yeah. What's uh, all right? Well, let's introduce it and then we'll talk about it. Go ahead and introduce it, Chucky. This is Magnetic. Control me. 
Magnets, how do they work? Attractive. <laughs> this is a Chucky Love song. What, the inspiration behind this one? Yeah, what's the inspiration? All right, so basically the general idea is uh, very simple, you know, polar opposites. Obviously, north and south poles are attracted with magnets. And when you think about that relationship you have with someone or sometimes you absolutely hate each other and you think like we're completely different but then you, there's that whole you know I think Paula Abdul said it best which is <laughs> <laughs> what, that's, you know, a, that's a attract. first on the Jim City podcast and uh, <laughs> but I thought you know two I'll, ca- steps I'll, call it, I'll call it magnetic instead of two steps forward two steps back <laughs> tell us how you really but feel it's the same idea I'm joking, but I am serious. Like basically that, you know. Yeah. Polar opposites, you know. <laughs> and this is a funky baseline I came up with one day and wrote some words. And there are some heartfelt verses in there too. But I, it's I one of the few songs you wrote that's not about aliens. Ah. Everyone can interpret it uh, in their own life and what it can mean to them. You can apply it to their, their own situation. So. Or is it about aliens? Right on. Right on. All right, so before we get out of here, and you guys are going on here in a little bit, um, do you, you guys are doing something at OE. Yeah. Uh, it, it may not, it's going to be out in about a month, so is it still going to be going on then? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. Every Thursday, uh, me, Rob, and Chucky, and my dad, actually. That's your dad. I was wondering about that. I was like, I don't think he has a, a kid. CC Senior and CC Junior. <laughs> Dueling CCs. Uh, we're do- there's no cover. Play those guitars, CCs. <laughs> he, it, it, did you, how, how long has your dad been playing guitar? Um, since he was a teenager, you know. He inspired he was, you? Yeah, he's, that's who taught me how to play, yep. That was the first band I was in with, was with him. And uh, So every Thursday down at the Oregon Express, we play, start around 10 o'clock. There's no cover charge, it's free. They got some of the best pizza in Dayton. Yeah, they They do. got the upstairs patio that's opened up. It's really cool down there. We're doing all cover songs, so it's completely different from Sub T. We're yeah. you know an original band out there doing it. This is just a cover thing to play stuff that you know people want to hear. Like what? Paula Abdul? No, <laughs> no Paula Abdul. <laughs> Boy, I hope. <laughs> Fingers crossed. We got um, we're doing some Almond Brothers. Oh, nice. We're doing some Little Feet. Doing some Beatles, uh, some Santana. A little bit of this, a little bit of that, you know. Yeah, just, just having, having fun. fun. Yeah. yeah, man. Yeah. That's the way to do it. And we're called Medicine Wheel, so come down and, on a Thursday and check us out. Nice, sure. nice. 
All right. Well, uh, thank you so much for being on. I love uh, their album, Loom. You guys should go check it out. You can listen to it on uh, Apple Music. You can listen to it on uh, Bandcamp. And subteamusic.com. Subteamusic.com has everything on there. Links to everything. Yeah. All right. Any last words, gentlemen? Thank you, Izzy. Appreciate everything you guys done for us, man. You are the man. Yeah. Yeah. Love you, Izzy. Thank you. Izzy rocks. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, fellas. Thank you, Danny. All right, guys, thanks for checking out the Gym City Podcast. Please go to gymcitypodcast.com. Please go check out everything Brad Denson does uh, for Miami Valley Music Fest. Um, And that dude is a good dude. And I want to thank him for putting on this, him and the numerous volunteers that put on this event. It's amazing. You guys, I love watching uh, you guys play. We're going to watch you guys play here in a little bit. And. I'll, we'll go out with some track I'll pick, and uh, you guys take care of yourselves. <laughs> All right, later. Sometimes it seems like I've had a bit too much. Quite a bit controlling and a little out of touch. But I always have the best intentions in my mind.
Make mistakes have always been my past Finding it more difficult to make my good thing last Wouldn't do you any good to tell you where I've been One more time I'll pass the blame and mess 